0: Welcome to Talking Wealth. I'm Janine Cox, Senior Analyst at Wealth Within. Now, recently I read an article about risk and how your retirement, or the lifestyle that you have in retirement, is largely due to luck, or the luck that you have or where the market is at a particular point in time where you retire. Now, for a lot of people, if you don't have a lot of knowledge about the market, you might think this is actually correct. Because if you're looking back at the GFC, it's a live example of what happened where if you were due to retire in, say, 2008, then you might be thinking that luck just wasn't on your side because that was when the market had its the biggest correction that we've had in around 40 years. But the reality is, and someone said this to me many years ago, that you make your own luck or you make decisions that actually have an impact on an outcome that determines whether or not you have enough money for retirement or not some people in life they just seem to stumble on good wealth good fortune or that's what we think that's the perception of it but when you think about someone who's worked their way up in um, theater or they've done that through music or sport all of a sudden we see this name up in lights and we might have only heard about them for a couple of years but that person's been working at their sport or at music for potentially all of their life maybe since they were three or four years old they've been doing this so these things just don't happen overnight same with your your investing now there are times where you could just happen to invest your money and you can call it luck if you will but but you actually made a decision to invest and it might have been at the right time in the cycle that you happen to build an extremely huge amount of wealth in a very short period of time so in 2003 had you put your money in the market then of course you would have gained the benefit of that huge rise that happened from that period of time all the way to the high in 2007 but then a lot of people they lost a lot of that because the market might then corrected by around 55 percent now luck doesn't have to come into it if you can make strategic decisions about your investments so One is risk management. That's the first thing that can eliminate whether or not you're lucky. It can take the guesswork out of it. Because if in 2007 you had a strategy that would allow you to manage your risk, we wouldn't be having this conversation. You probably would be um, in a position where your super fund wouldn't have gone through a big dip. You would have been able to move your money to cash and then move it back into the market at an appropriate time when the risk was lower. Now, to me, that doesn't come down to luck. Last year, we had a workshop and we talked about people's concerns about having enough money for retirement. Now, to make the decisions that you need to make could come down to something as small as purchasing one property or having one portfolio of shares. Making those strategic decisions eliminates whether you're going to be lucky or not. So that's, I guess, the first step. The second step we would say, of course, is to get the education so that you can manage it well. But let's assume that you had just a simple strategy for managing risk. So, one, you have a home. Say so you ha- your home you bought it for four hundred thousand. Well, in twenty years' time, at seven percent per annum, that home could be worth one point five million. But is one point five million, or the, the value, or your home alone, going to be enough to retire on? We've seen the situation for a lot of people where they're, they're cash poor but they're asset rich. So by the time they reach retirement they've put all their time and effort into building their home. They've probably spent money on that home decorating it. They've put paid the bank money to pay off the principal and interest. But they don't have a lot of other assets. They have some super. So a lot of these people will end up relying on the pension when they get to retirement. But what's going to happen in 20 years time to the pension? Who knows what the situation will be and do you really want to rely on that? So at the workshop, our Art of Trading workshop last year that we hold every year for our traders, we then added into the scenario if you added in an investment property. So there's another decision. It's not about luck, you're making those strategic decisions. So say five years after you bought your home, you managed to to have enough money or equity in that home after the five years that you could then go to the bank, set up a line of credit and then use that money to go out and buy an investment property for $400,000. Now, in, in at the end of the 20 years, or that would be 15 years down the track, that property may be $1.2 million. That's based on a 7% per annum rate of growth. Now, let's also assume that if you had a portfolio of shares at the same time, you can get a margin loan that can allow you to invest 50% of your cash, 50% using the margin loan. So you could have 100,000, say. So that means you've got one property, one investment property that you're getting rent from to help you pay for the interest on that. One portfolio of shares valued at $100,000. That's a starting value. Now, if you're able to be a little bit more active and be a bit more strategic in terms of the way that you do things, to manage your risk, then it may be that in 15 years' time, at the end of that 20-year period, your portfolio of shares could be worth 460,000. That's based on 10% per annum over that period. So your total value, or your total starting value was actually the value of the assets when you you started, when you purchased the home, it was 400,000. The investment property was 400,000 and the shares, that was 100,000, so 900,000. And then at the end of that 20-year period, drawing the line in the sand, it was $3.2 So based on today's figures, you have to ask yourself, would that be enough to retire on? It would allow you to have a comfortable retirement. Imagine what you could have if you were a little bit more active. And as as the properties continued to grow in value, that you were able to draw on your line of credit and purchase additional investment properties, double the portfolio value that you have in your shares, Over that 20-year period, it would continue to grow. Of course, this is working on the assumption that you're funding the interest at the time. But anything's possible. The thing is, we don't often sit down and look at the numbers. A lot of people just rely on luck and that everything's going to turn out okay when they retire. They think if they work hard, and that was the motto. I can remember my parents talking about it. You have to work hard, study hard, get a good education, and that's always been the mantra. Real wealth comes through investing and it's about having a strategy or a plan and it doesn't need to be a complex plan. It can be as simple as the one that I've just suggested. However, it does require you to get a little bit of knowledge in each of the areas and how much knowledge you get is determined by potentially two things. One, how much money you want to make and the type of risk involved. So just typical blue chip shares out of the top 50 shares on the market spread through some um, stocks that are likely to generate good dividends over time you get the dividends and the franking that all adds up that's a simple strategy to be able to work to. I guess the point is that these things don't have to come down to luck and you wouldn't want to rely on luck being on your side. The more knowledge you have about the market the less this whole thing is likely to rely on luck. The The greater the chance that you have of actually living the retirement that you that you desire. I guess the concern for a lot of people is that it can be quite complex. However, it doesn't need to be. It depends on how far you really want to get into this. It could just be a matter of learning a risk management strategy, a simple buy and sell strategy, and we try to cater for everybody. We've got a book, How to Beat the Managed Funds by 20%, which will allow you to learn how to manage risk, to set up a portfolio such as the one that I mentioned. Or you might decide you want to be a bit more active and do something like our Diploma, of share trading and investment that would allow you to potentially run your own super fund or your own share portfolio. So it's really about you deciding what you're sitting down and thinking about what your approach is going to be. The problem a lot of people find is that we're all so busy. Time can just continue to tick on and year after year, maybe you've done nothing about it. So what does that mean for you? Well, it just means one year of potential earnings from your investments that you've missed out on. Now that could amount to thousands of dollars in your pocket, so I think it's well worth having a look and considering doing something and setting out some sort of plan for how you're going to do this, whether it's through a pro- an investment property or a share portfolio or both. It's a good idea to sit down, get a pen and paper and work out what you can do. There are also a number of calculators on different websites that you can use to work out what you can afford to put away each week to cover these investments. I'm Janine Cox, Senior Analyst at Wealth Within. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to this week's podcast. For more information, products and services, and detailed show notes with a transcript for this podcast, head over to wealthwithin.com.au and click on the News and Media tab in the navigation.